guys, welcome back to Anything But Mute. I am your host, Tanya. I hope everybody had a good week, a good weekend. Also, right, because we're coming back from the weekend when this is, obviously this is pre-recorded, but it comes out on Wednesday. So, uh, actually, I'm excited to come back with you guys. I've been a little, you know, a little sick under the weather, but I wanted to share with you guys what I did before I got sick. I actually went to the theater and I saw a movie that I'm very excited to talk to you guys about called The Sound of Freedom. It's it's honestly a great movie. I 10 out of 10 recommend. I actually was on YouTube one day and I was listening to the guy. So it was based on a true story or a true events, right? And I was listening to the interview of the guy and so I just I was intrigued by his interview and I was like let me let me just watch this movie you know it sounds pretty interesting the guy's describing it pretty good so I don't want to give the movie away but long story short it's about a guy that was in the homeland security field uh that was his career for a couple years and uh, I believe it was over 10 years something like that and he pretty much switches career path because he grew to to love rescuing kids is what I'm gonna say about it um definitely go watch it you guys go watch it it's in theater now it's an eye-opener first I want to say that it's definitely emotional so I was happy I was sad I was intrigued I was scared you know it just gives you all those emotions and um it opens your eyes to what is going on in the world now or has been going on in the world but we never really pay attention or it's not really in our face that much to where we even know that it's going on or you know typically it happens like this people don't really care until it happens to somebody in your family that's just the harsh reality right i find that to be sad but it's true. It's like, fuck, we just, we don't really care, right? We we care or, or we care, but we care less because it's, it's not happening in our family. It's not happening to one of our family members. So we're just kind of like, okay, whatever, dude, you know, like we care, but it is what it is. That's life. You know, I've heard a lot of people say that and it's just, it's just a reality. But if you guys have a chance, definitely go check out that movie. It's, uh, it's worth it. It's, it's like I think it's like a two hour long movie but honestly like you're not gonna fall asleep at all I typically sometimes fall asleep and it's just this movie had me up the whole time um so go watch the movie guys I loved it I also went to round one I don't know if you guys have been to round one but they pretty much have bowling and like uh, arcade games uh, pretty cool, but I'm not gonna lie. The food was pretty trash. I personally did not like it, but if you guys do, then that's on you. I don't really mind. I'm not judging anybody. Um, but it it was fun. Honestly, overall, it was fun. The games were fun. I get pretty competitive. I'm not gonna lie. When I go to any arcade, I just enjoy playing the games. Even if I don't know how to play them, I'll just try to figure it out. I love to play games in general, so, you know, um, It's just, I guess it's in me. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Update as far as working out. uh, Maybe like I did once in the week. But like I said, I got sick. So I've been pretty much just trying to get better. Um, I don't know what it was. I think it was just like a cold. 
But then I hear people saying that it's a whole another virus that's going around. I don't know, guys. It's, I don't know. After COVID, I'm just like, whatever, dude. It is what it is. They're going to keep coming. Um, but yeah, that was pretty much what I did over the weekend. Um, and I actually, I, it was funny. I was sitting down in the living room and my mom came up to me and she asked me if I had seen, um, uh, my Instagram because I follow Cardi B. If you guys don't know who Cardi B is, she is a famous female rapper. And she was telling me that she was purchasing new jewelry. And I was just thinking to myself, like, what the heck? That's that's crazy. You know, like, that's pretty insane. Um, me, personally, I wouldn't buy the jewelry. But even if I had the money, I'm just not, like, uh, I don't really see the worth, right? But there is some things, I mean, for those of you that know about jewelry and stuff, there is some pieces that I think they would be worth more in the future. So they take it as an investment. If that's the case, then by all means, I think I would probably do that. I would get into that. But what would you guys do? Would you guys spend the money like that if you guys had the money? Like, would you spend it on jewelry? I don't know. Food for thought. There's a lot of things you could buy. I just kind of feel like instead of buying like a Birkin bag, for example, I would rather use that money for some sort of, um, I don't know, real estate or maybe like an empty lot, right, where I can just make it into something I don't know some sort of property I feel like I would do real estate property as opposed to buying something expensive like a purse or jewelry but that's just me again I don't know that's everybody lives their life differently okay well let's get into today's topic and the topic is growing up with strict parents I don't know about you guys but definitely it was a doozy for me growing up um, I will say this, I did have a good childhood growing up. I don't think I will complain about the way we grew up. Um, I think my parents did the best they could, just like a lot of other people's parents do, but they were pretty strict. It was just my sister and I for a couple of years and then my first brother was born, but yeah, they were pretty strict on us. Um, another thing I would probably, well, the first thing that comes to mind, right, when you have strict parents is that you don't use the word like, I love you loosely, right? The love, like the love is there, but it's more like it's unspoken. Like nobody really says that word or something. Unless it's like a graduation or a special occasion, then you might throw the word in there, you know, or if somebody's leaving to the army or something, you're just like, all right, take care. I love you, whatever, you know, uh, but it's not like everyday thing. Well, at least not in my situation. It wasn't right. So it was kind of like tough love, I guess you could say in that sense. Um, I did have some friends that they did have parents that said it. And then I had those other friends where they were like me. And then you have those other friends that they didn't have both of their parents. So that's a different situation. But nonetheless, you know, you just see different type of people. But like for me, that's how it was for us. It was like we didn't really use the word, but we knew that the feeling was there. But the word wasn't used, if that makes sense. I don't know. But anyway, so and uh, a funny thing is like 
growing up, uh, first of all, I was like a Mexican household. So I don't know if I mentioned that in the previous ones, but um, Mexican household. So the first thing would be you'd get, you get like, how do I say, you get judged for like almost anything, honestly, for crying, uh, sometimes for dressing a little skanky or to what they consider skanky or nah, it was pretty skanky. I'm not going to lie, but whatever. That's the whole point, right? When you're in your teenage years, it's like, I'm, I'm talking teenage years, like 17, 18. I'm not talking like 14, 17, 18, 19. I feel like, okay. Or maybe 18, 19. I feel like, okay, it's going to get a little slutty. You know, the, the dressing, the dressing, the dressing guys, dressing, I'm not talking about the girl. Um, it gets a little skanky. So, I mean, whatever, dude, you know, my grandma always said like, an enseña no vende, so I don't know. I took it to heart, <laughs> but, um, yeah, you get judged for crying in the sense of you don't really want to cry about certain things because then it's like, you're showing your weakness and not a lot of people show their weakness, especially like Mexican men. I'm, I mean, I don't want to make it just about Mexican men cause I don't know about all men, but that's obviously what I grew up with. So that's what I'm going to talk about. Um, you don't really see them crying, you know, never really grew up seeing my dad cry, uh, grandpa, nobody, unless somebody passed, unless somebody passed away. I don't really remember anybody crying, um, as far as men go. So I think it's just something that it might, it kind of just shows weakness and they teach you not to show weakness because I don't know if maybe they were made fun of. I don't know, but yeah, pretty much that. Um, another thing that I, I remember being like trippy, like I was just like, oh my goodness, right? Is when you would have like a fight with your couple, like your partner, right? They all get in and it's like a therapy session. Like now all of a sudden it becomes a family therapy session. Once you have an issue and you tell one person, next thing you know, the whole house knows. Next thing you know, there's like a freaking family therapy session where everybody feels like, I don't know when they graduated fucking being therapists and they come and tell you how to do things the right way or this. It's always like, you know, everybody gets involved. So sometimes that's what they always, I, I've heard that before. Like you, when you're dating a Mexican, you're dating the whole family. I don't know. It's, it's true in some cases. And in some cases it's not true because I've had friends where they're not like, um, how do you say like a uh, super close you know like they have sisters and brothers and stuff but they're not like close so I think it depends on how tight your family is but um I mean I don't know my family always got involved in everything that I had going on <laughs> also like another funny thing and tell me guys if this is not true another funny thing is like when you're sick all of a sudden everybody's a doctor Everybody knows the remedies, all the home remedies. And then it's because you haven't been taking this. You haven't been taking this vitamin and you haven't been taking a break on that. It's like, bruh, come on. I feel like people always get sick in general and it's going to happen. It's bound to happen at some point in our life because I think it's like the air quality or just I don't freaking know. Maybe it's just like also your body gets like uh, used to this certain schedule or certain routine to where like it breaks down you know and it's like oh bitch you gotta take a break so then that's when you gotta like 
you kind of get sick. I don't know. In my mind, that's how it plays. In my mind, that's how it happens when I get sick. My body goes, bitch, you need to take a break. And then it pushes like the about to get sick button. And then it pushes the, all right, I'm sick button. (laughs) So the, all right, I'm sick button. I'm like in bed for like two, three days straight, just literally sleeping all day and taking medication, of course. So I'm all like all fucked up. And I don't even see the sunlight, so I look pale as fuck, and it's just, it's bad. But I don't know if there, I don't know if you guys are like me, dude. I get sick so much, it's ridiculous. Like, for real, I get sick so much. Every fucking job I've had, I feel like that's been my, my problem. Like, just my attendance, bro. Like, my attendance. I get sick so fucking much, I'm just like, dude, like, I wish I was faking it. Like, I... I can see how the employer would think the employer would be like, okay, this bitch is fucking around. Like she's not really sick all the time, but I really am. I really am. And I'm just like, dude, I don't fucking know. I don't know what's going on. If I can tell my body not to get sick, then I wouldn't. I mean, who the fuck likes to get sick? Nobody does, but whatever, you know, they're not going to understand that. And they think I'm bullshitting. So whatever. Anyway. So, um, yeah, like growing up with my strict strict parents um, was like, I'll give you guys an idea. Like I pretty much every time, almost every time, almost every time, because not every time, obviously, then I would have never gone out. But almost every time we would ask for permission to go out, it was a no. Dude, I even had a time where I remember my sister and I told our friends like, oh, maybe just be outside my house already at this time that way we tell my dad that you guys are already outside and he has no choice but to let us go with you guys because you guys are already outside so sure enough we thought that was gonna work but of course my father being my father was like no no tell them to go home I didn't tell you guys to tell them to come you just wasted your time because I didn't give you guys permission. And now because you guys went behind my back and did that, now I'm definitely not going to let you go. So, of course, we we're like, ah, oh, we hate you. And we started crying. And then we always we were always the ones to have to explain to our friends like, oh, dude, my mom said no. Or like, oh, my dad said no. And it was always like, no, no, no. I even thought like, down these bitches are going to get to a point where they're like, let's not even ask them anymore because their parents are always saying no. We literally were the girls that would go to parties and we had a curfew. I think we were like literally the only ones with the freaking curfew. Like I, I, I bullshit you not. I think we were the only ones with the curfew. Our curfew started at 1230 first. It was at 12 freaking 30 our curfew. Mind you, this is when the party's just getting started. And then it, we convinced them to do it at one. And then I think we were like 20 or 21, even at 21. Um, we convinced my father to let us freaking have the curfew at 12, I mean at 2.30. And then we pushed, sometimes we would push it to 3, I'm not going to lie, but the times that we would push it to 3, he would be like, dude, I tell you guys 2.30, don't even start before it was 1, and I'll put it back to 1. And we're like, oh my gosh, like he's just freaking strict. And I never, honestly, like I never understood like why we even had a curfew. Because I just felt like, dude, like, we're already letting us go out. We're already out. Like, come on, you know? But whatever. It was always like, oh, these are my house, my rules. You know, if you don't like it, get out type of shit. So whatever. In retrospect, I mean, they're right. If you are paying, you know, 
the mortgage in your house and you have somebody over here fucking not paying rent or nothing trying to do whatever they want then i can see i guess i guess i can see where they're coming from you know but whatever yeah so yeah like dude like every time i wanted to go out like oh i couldn't go out by myself it always had to be my sister and i asking for permission together so if my sister wanted to go to the theater like i had to go with her and um i think like we both at this time i remember we both had a boyfriend and so we would like double date type of situation right but without saying we were double dating because my dad wasn't allowing us to date at this time so we had to do a lot of things like sometimes we'd be like oh we're gonna stay after school and then that's the time that we would take advantage to go hang out with their little boyfriends and stuff and it was just like it was just crazy dude like now that I think about it I'm remembering I'm like damn I can't believe it I cannot believe it I remember my friends would honestly I had some friends that would laugh that just be like bitch like are you serious like you guys have strict ass parents I'm like dude I know but like what can we do it got to the point where uh my sister and I would sneak out that would be no but that was I think I think that was right in senior year so I was about 17 pushing 18 yeah I was 17 pushing 18 um when we would sneak out yeah because it was just like it was just getting hard like not to be able to go out and stuff it's kind of like you know I get it but at the same time you don't allow your child to experience any fun you know so it's kind of just like ugh, I don't know so thank god we were good obviously nothing happened to us but I mean sometimes it was like a little no not sometimes all the time it was a mission every time we fucking sneaked out it was a mission and mind you you're keeping in the back of your head if I get caught I'm gonna fucking get spanked like hard with the belt or like slapped or something or even that it was like you get hit and then on top of that you would get punished so it was like a two-for-one type of situation and I was like nah fuck that just for us going out sometimes it had to be honestly it had to be worth it for us to be like okay we're gonna take that we're gonna take that l (laughs) but um yeah i think for the most part my mom was the one that was like more strict um or maybe it just seemed like that because my dad didn't really tell us no that much but maybe my dad told my mom no so i don't know maybe that's how it worked for them that was the dynamic but um we at at an early age we had chores i remember we had chores since we were like 10 um but my mom made it fun so it wasn't really like bad she would do like a chores chart so mopping would be one sweeping would be another taking out the trash washing the dishes i think it was like cleaning the refrigerator and then um Doing your bed was that too. Cleaning up our Barbies and our toys and stuff. Uh, I can't recall what other chores we had, but those were some of the chores. And so the way it worked is she would put a dollar amount. So mopping was $1, sweeping was $1. Like the harder stuff was more expensive, like more like um, washing the dishes was like $2. Taking out the trash was like $2. And I think it was like, I'm not going to lie, I think 
I think like uh, if you clean the whole room was like five dollars or or four something like that. But anyway, so then she would put a sticker. Um, she would ask like, okay, who did what? And then we would be like, oh, I did this, and then I did this, and we would put a sticker. And then at the end of the week, she would pay us out. So that's how we got our little money, and we would go to the store, or sometimes we would go to the swami, and we'll buy like Barbie, Barbies and Barbie clothes and stuff like that. Um. So I thought that was cool. Uh, that was like pretty much teaching us how to manage our money and then how to earn it. So I think that's definitely one of the things that I want to show my children because I feel like that was fun. That's teaching them to be responsible and not to be lazy, right? By doing chores. But at the same token, you're earning um, money for it. So you know that, okay, like I have this much amount to spend because this is how much I have, right? Obviously, they would buy us stuff, but when we would go to the swami and we wanted toys in particular she would be like okay well how much do you have you know and then we would manage our money that way so i think that's probably like one of the good things for sure and and don't get me wrong like overall there was a lot of good things but they were pretty you know they were pretty strict there was a lot of things um we couldn't cut our hair uh i think my dad let us cut our hair too we were like 16 i think yeah 16 he let us cut our hair um so i cut my hair i did my first tattoo i did my piercing i did everything i think it was sick at 16 yeah because i was just like fuck dude they don't let me do shit i'm just gonna do all of it you know i'm not <laughs> i'm not gonna hold back on nothing i'm just gonna do it all and that's the thing it gets scary because i've had friends where their moms let them do everything and they turned out bad either way and then I've also had friends that their parents were strict and they still turn out bad. So it's kind of like, I don't know, dude, honestly, it depends on you as a person, like how, how you're going to be, you know, because I feel like our parents try to do better with us than their parents did with them. Or at least I want to, in my situation, I think that's how it was. Um, I think I, I, my mom was trying to do better with us than her mom did and I can see now that I'm older and you know we have open conversations I can see how she did do better than her mother um but I still see some things where I'm like okay well you did this like your mom so I think like subconsciously we do things that we saw right and and it's just like we need to take a step back and think about it but I definitely think that there's progress in every generation or where at least there should be progress in every generation. Right. So, um, but yeah, like overall, I feel like even if my parents were tough, they also made time for us. So we would go shopping all the time. We would go to the movies every weekend or every other weekend. Um, theme parks. Uh, when my brother was born, we did a lot of Disneyland. So that was pretty fun, you know. Um, now there's obviously it's bigger and there's more games and stuff, but Disneyland has always been fun. So we did Disneyland, we did Knots, we did Six Flags. Um, so I think overall it was cool, you know. They worked very hard, and and if they were struggling, they never let us see that side. Like we never, I can't say that I saw my parents struggle like that you know so i for that i think we are definitely blessed and um also thankful of course um so shout out to them shout out my parents for 
being strong and not letting us see the hard times. Um, but we did, I think we did learn to distinguish, um, from good and bad and everything. And I think them being strict also did help us, but overall, I don't know if I'm going to be strict with my children. I don't know. I don't have any kids yet, so I can't decide if I'm going to be strict or not. But as of now, I feel like I don't want to be, I'm going to be more like a medium, you know, kind of just like, sometimes I watch like, for example, if my kid is throwing a tantrum, it's like, oh, I'm not going to eat. I'm going to be like, okay, then don't eat. Don't ask me to eat the rest of the day. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I honestly, I don't know. I feel like it's just like motherly instinct that happens at that time, right? Right now I could say, oh, I'm not going to be like this. But then once I have my baby, I know things would change. So I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to be a strict parent or not, but I will be, I would try to be the best parent I can be, of course. But um, yeah, if you guys... If you guys have any crazy strict parents stories, like, let me know. I have an email. You guys can email me any questions or comments. The email is anythingbutmute at gmail.com. You guys can send me any comments or questions that you guys have there. But that was it for today's episode, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I'll see you guys next week for a good, juicy episode. I actually am going to try to have the first guest, if not, next week the week after that but i'm going to be having a special guest coming soon so tune in for that guys but hope you guys have a blessed rest of the week and i'll catch you guys next week bye